Well, welcome back for day two and what I've subtitled Cleansing the Temple uh, as we work through Passion Week. So as we pick up day two, be Monday as, as we go through this week, um, and, and uh, as we talked about briefly yesterday, the uh, arrival of Jesus, the triumphal entry of Jesus into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, uh, all the excitement that was in the people. And, you know, as you think of that group of people as Christ is coming into Jerusalem for the Passover week, and there had to be folks there, I would assume, that, uh, that had seen Jesus, had seen his miraculous works, had heard his teachings for their self, others that had only heard about him and about his miraculous works and about his teachings. And so the excitement from both sets of those people had to be as high as it could be. On the opposite side, as we looked at yesterday, and we'll look at each day today, the religious leaders and the Pharisees and the Sadducees that were the opposite and had uh, been looking for a way to do away with Jesus all along, didn't believe in him, didn't believe in his teachings, didn't believe in his ways, and, and kind of felt of him as a nuisance as we'll go through this week. Uh, you can look at it from that angle as well. So just before we jump into the text, as, as I said yesterday, we'll, uh, we'll look uh, today in Mark, but I want to give you all four of the gospel accounts of where day two would be recorded. So in Matthew 21, verses 12 through 22, Mark 11, verses 12 through 19, which is where we'll read specifically um, today. If you've got your Bible, I want to go ahead and open to there. Uh, Luke 19, verses 45 through 48. And then again, John being written just a shade differently from a chronological standpoint and, and how it falls together versus the other three. Uh, John 12, you can certainly, and as we'll talk about at the end of this episode, grab some more uh, detail, uh, maybe of, of today and, and how it falls in there from John and, and what he writes, um, in John chapter 12. So, uh, so we left off and, and just finished up there with, uh, Mark 11, 11 at the close of yesterday's episode with, with Jesus and his disciples as they do in the evenings going out of Jerusalem, out to Bethany, uh, for the night. So we'll pick back up again in Mark 11, uh, verse 12, as they're coming back into town, into Jerusalem from Bethany. So in Mark 11, verse 12, it says, On the next day, when they had left Bethany, he became hungry. Seeing at a distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to see if perhaps he would find anything on it. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. So he sees a fig tree, he's hungry. He goes to it uh, in leaf. It appears that it would have fruit uh, maybe at that point. Uh, he comes up to it to find no fruit, though it looked like and appeared that it should have fruit. And he said to it in verse 14, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples were listening. Now we could take that and go with it a bit, but I want to keep going in verse 15 for today. And, and so in verse 15, he says, Then they came to Jerusalem, and he entered the temple and began to drive out those who were buying and selling in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who were selling doves, and he would not permit anyone to carry merchandise through the temple. So he shows up to the temple to see what uh, you can envision and imagine simply from the text of that there was all kinds of money trading, buying and selling, things that were uh, going on for profit and for gain that, that weren't necessarily directed towards God. And, and I'm sure there were plenty of, of people taking advantage of that situation and, and what they were selling and selling it for a higher price um, and that and some that were buying it um, maybe for the tradition's sake, etc. cetera. Um, but the, the short version and the simplified version of, of that and, and the point of it is that the things that were going on in the temple weren't to praise and, and honor God, but to to have transactions of business essentially and uh and and focus maybe to more on money uh which he's going to confirm here as, as we keep reading so in verse 17 he began it says and he began to teach 
and say to them, Is it not written, My house should be called a house of prayer for all the nations? But you have made it a robber's den. The chief priest and the scribes heard this and began seeking how to destroy him, for they were afraid of him, for the whole crowd was astonished at his teaching. So again, there Jesus lays it out like it is and, and quotes there, you know, from Isaiah 56 and Jeremiah 7 that talks about the, the his house being a house of prayer and they've made it into a robber's den um, again. Uh, driving out, turning tables, upset, but not upset to a sinful, you know, we can think about being mad and us uh, getting upset and coming into things. I'd say Jesus was uh, was, was very direct and very serious and, and obviously uh, not to be unlikened, but in a righteous anger um, and, and a biblical, uh, as we could look at it today for us, a, a scriptural comeback again to, to is it not written, uh, has it not been written that my house shall be called a house of prayer? For all nations, but you have made it a robber's den. So he, he gets things lined out. And again, you know, you would think uh, in verse 18 when it says, begin, they began seeking how to destroy him, for they were afraid of him, for the whole crowd was astonished at his teaching. Uh, in Luke 19, it says in verse 47 ish, 48, it says, He was teaching daily, and the people were hanging onto every word that he said. You know, as I thought about that, and I was studying on this of the people that were excited when Jesus came into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, the people that were excited to hear his teaching in the temple, the people, as Luke says, hanging on every word, yet the chief priests and the scribes began seeking how to destroy him. They were afraid of him. You know, what were they afraid of? Because you would think that they would have agreed with his teachings. They were afraid of Christ. They didn't believe in him as who he said he was. It says also in John 12 that the Greeks were, uh, they were asking Philip to uh, find Jesus. They wanted to see him. They wanted to talk to him. And if you'll go to John 12, you can see how um, some further teachings uh, that, that he foretells again his death um, and some more there in John 12 that we won't go into today, but I encourage you to, to certainly read it. Um, so, so many people were excited to see Christ, to hear Christ, to be around Christ, to be around Jesus at this time. He's foretelling his death. Um, he's cleaning out the temple and getting things in order. Um and those religious leaders that were afraid of him, that were afraid for so many reasons of what he was there for, obviously didn't believe he was who he said he was, continue as, as the week's going to continue to build as we go. So um, that's all uh, as verse 19 closes closes out Mark, uh, Mark 11 for today. It says, when evening came, they would go out of the city. So again, as evening comes, they're going to go out of the city. And then we'll pick back up uh, tomorrow on day three um, with lots and lots of teaching uh, that Jesus um, has there this week. Uh, so tomorrow will be uh, uh, be packed full. Um, so again, thank you very much for joining in. And as we looked at get to look today at day two of Passion Week, I look forward to continuing on. Um, again, tomorrow will be a, a packed full day as Christ, again, during Passion Week, uh, during the last week of his ministry, um, before he goes to the cross and what he gets to unfold in that teaching tomorrow. Uh, hope you'll join us back for that. Uh, thanks for joining in today. We love y'all and we will see you tomorrow.